This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. Text neck and computer spine are generally the result of how we view our phones and computers. And though not formal diagnoses, they are very real conditions that are affecting more and more of us during the pandemic. And joining me today to help us understand these conditions and how we can help ourselves by repositioning our phones and computers is fellowship-trained orthopedic spine surgeon, Dr. Nick Jane. He has specific training and an interest in minimally invasive surgical techniques and motion preservation surgeries for the adult degenerative spine. And this is Hello Healthy from Dignity Health. I'm Scott Webb. So, Doctor, thanks so much for joining me. We were just talking off the air, and I was saying I think I have both the things we're going to talk about today. Let's start here up front. What is text neck and computer spine? What are those things? Text neck is a modern age kind of term. It's not a formal medical diagnosis, but it's a term we've started using to describe repetitive stress injuries to the neck, as well as just overall symptoms of neck pain uh, resulting from too much use of phones, computers, and basically keeping our neck in what we call a flexed position or anteriorly positioned. It's really been associated with growing lifestyle changes as two, three decades ago. People weren't really stuck to their phones every day, all day for multiple hours a day like they are now. And this has caused quite a bit of concern and patients in the younger population with symptoms of posterior neck pain that can be pretty bothersome. Yeah, definitely. And I'm sure the same goes for computer spine. I think we all know exactly what you're talking about here, that with our phones, even though I'm wearing my glasses, for some reason, I'm always sort of hunched over my phone. And I see everybody doing that, including my kids, 13-year-old and 17-year-old. And same thing with computer spine. You know, I've got a good office chair. I could sit up straight, but for some reason, I lean forward. Is that how we get computer spine? Yeah, definitely that forward positioning while sitting or standing. And in terms of the neck, you know, even when you're standing or sitting, your hands are kind of well below your eye level, and it's very uncomfortable to hold a device or a book at eye level the whole time. So we naturally tend to forward flex our neck and look down. And and same thing with the low back. If you're sitting for a prolonged period of time, that adds a lot of strain to the intervertebral discs in the lumbar spine, which can lead to that kind of dull, achy back pain that's lingering. And, you know, when you're hunched over and typing on a computer, those are really uh, common symptoms that can occur. And we know that a lot of people, especially during the pandemic, have been, you know, doing distance learning. My kids, a lot of kids doing virtual school and people working from home, remote working. So we're probably seeing more of both of these things during the pandemic, right? Absolutely. I think the pandemic has really brought this issue even more into the forefront and exacerbated uh, these kinds of symptoms of low back pain and uh, neck pain because people are now not only not working in offices where they may have had formal ergonomic evaluations and there's a lot more attention paid to the setups of their workstation and now people are at home working on their dining room tables in a closet on the floor and, and really ergonomics and, and posture have really been put on the back burner just to, to survive. Uh, these difficult times. So I think we're going to see these symptoms more and more. And, you know, prevention is going to be the next kind of topic and how, how do we make things better despite all of these circumstances. And from my standpoint, you know, I really advise patients, it's really about, number one, your setup, really having someone analyze your setup, 
have someone take a picture of you working in the position you're spending a lot of hours. And you really want your neck to be in a neutral position with your gaze staring straight across. And you want to set your workstation up so that everything is at eye level. You're not having to look down all the time. If that involves getting a standing desk or if it involves raising your computer screens to the height of an eye level so that you're not having to bend down and look down all the time, that's really critical. Additionally, holders for your phones, there's lots of ways that your phone can be held up in a forward position so that you can look straight at it. I know that makes it hard to type, but you know, using all these fancy voice assistants and a talk-to-type kind of mechanisms and avoiding having to look down and hold the phone with your hand as much as possible can really help eliminate or at least reduce some of these symptoms. The other two things I would really mention are frequent breaks. It's really important not to get stuck in one position for a long period of time. So I usually advise my patients for every one hour of work to take a minimum of five, if not 10 minutes of a break, standing up, walking around, moving a little bit, getting their eyes off of any kind of digital screens, giving your eyes a break, giving your neck a break. And the the last part is really keeping the body strong, and that involves exercise and prevention, keeping the muscles in the posterior neck, the core muscles, as well as your low back muscles strong, and that involves a, a regular home exercise program. And my favorite for both of these problems is definitely swimming, a weightless exercise, very good at strengthening the neck muscles posteriorly, trapezial muscles, core muscles, pretty much an all-in-one exercise that can really alleviate some of these symptoms. Yeah, that's all great advice. And you're talking about prevention and how to deal with uh, you know everything that we're all working with from home, whether it's school or work or whatever it might be, taking breaks, getting more exercise, all of that is good stuff along the way. But let's just say that something for us is, whether it's our neck or our spine, let's say that it's gone too far. What, what are you doing in terms of diagnosis and definitely treatment options? Yeah, certainly. For people who have kind of had this for years and years, Oftentimes, the the intervertebral discs or the shock absorbers of the spine between the vertebral bodies can wear out and degenerate, and that can cause chronic pain and what we call kyphosis or malalignment of the spine. And, And really, that's when it's time to come see a spine professional, usually involving a physical examination, cervical or lumbar spine x-rays, and potentially MRIs to see if there's problems resulting in neurologic or nerve compression. And treatments vary depending on the severity of how the images look, anywhere from uh, formal physical therapy with a therapist, ergonomic evaluations, occupational therapy, acupuncture, anti-inflammatory medications, epidural injections, and rare cases, surgical treatments and fixation to restore the alignment of the spine. I'm wondering during the pandemic, and sort of related to this, are you doing virtual visits, telehealth, telemedicine? Are you able to to see people at home, and are you able to maybe sort of diagnose in a way, just have them sit the way they normally sit? They say, well, doc, my neck hurts, my back hurts. Well, show me how you work. What's your workflow? What's your workstation like? Are you able to, you know, peek inside and see how people might be causing some of their own pain? Absolutely, yeah. That's one of the great advantages and kind of miracles in modern medicine that the pandemic has forced upon us as healthcare providers is to really increase our telehealth visits and ability. And certainly I offer that as well. And with the simple, hey, put your phone camera, flip the camera around, 
set it on a chair or a table and point it at where you work, I, I can gain a lot of information about posture, position, height uh, of different items that people are using at their workstations and, and give some meaningful feedback on how to improve that. As we get close to wrapping up here, Doctor, anything else you want to tell people? This has been such great information, really helpful to understand why we're experiencing that pain in our neck and our spines. And I think we all kind of know intuitively that we're doing it to ourselves, but you've given us you know, some great suggestions on how to alleviate the pain, how to take some of that strain off of ourselves during our workday or school day, things like that. So really, anything else, takeaways for people as we march on here during the pandemic, we work from home, we do school from home. What else can we tell people? I think that people have to understand this is a cumulative thing. It adds up over time. So it's really important to pay attention to these things a little bit every day because if you don't, you're going to let it get out of control and and eventually it might be too far gone and you might need a surgery to fix it. So really being cognizant and aware of these positions will really affect the long-term outcomes. And not being shy to uh, ask somebody to take a picture of you working or have someone else take a look at how your setup is to really try and fix and correct those problems, even if it looks funky or awkward. If you're holding your phone straight in front of your face, it may look weird and your friends may make fun of you, but hey, it's your long-term health of your spine, so you got to make some sacrifices. Yeah, there's no doubt that parents and grandparents, we've had, a, as you say, this sort of cumulative effect over many, many years. And now maybe add in the pandemic and the phones and the computers. I worry a lot about my kids, you know, a couple of teenagers hunched over their phones, hunched over their laptops, or as you say, possibly lying on the floor. So a lot of food for thought today. Really appreciate your time and you stay well. You as well. Thanks for having me on. That's orthopedic spine surgeon Dr. Nick Jane from Dignity Health. Need a doctor? We can help. Visit DignityHealth.org slash Our Doctors to get started. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the full library for topics of interest to you. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Scott Webb. Stay well. Stay well.